Good morning. The Leesburg Police Department has been hitting some major milestones lately. Say hello to Leesburg's Women in Blue. For Friday, September 29th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Today, the Leesburg Police Department boasts a lot of female firsts, the first woman on its special operations team, its first female crisis negotiator, its first Latina officer, its first female canine officer, and its first female canine, and two women who are some of the highest-ranking officers in the department. According to Officer Christine Resnicki, the crisis negotiator, it's getting kind of crowded in the locker room. Let's start with Deputy Chief Vanessa Grigsby. After the department's former chief, Joseph Price, retired, she served as acting chief until the department hired a new police chief. She's now the second highest ranking officer in the department after only Chief Greg Brown. The second highest ranking woman in the department is Lieutenant Jamie Sanford, the second in command of Leesburg's Criminal Investigations Division. She supervises 27 people and says the sky's the limit. Officer Resnicki, who I mentioned before, is also an instructor at the Northern Virginia Criminal Justice Academy in Ashburn for crisis intervention training. Master Police Officer Jesse Shields is the department's first female canine officer, and her partner, a Springer Spaniel named Sally, also happens to be the first female dog on staff. And Officer Marina Santos became the department's first Latina officer when she was hired two and a half years ago. She immigrated to the U.S. from El Salvador at the age of 10 and now works as a school resource officer at Smarts Mill Middle School. Officers Shields, Santos, and Resnicki are also on the supplemental recruitment team, which tries to cast a wider net for recruiting to the department. The women at Leesburg Police say they're treated like one of the guys, although Officer Melissa Taylor did say the women on the force bring a think-smarter-not-harder approach, like checking to see if a door is unlocked before breaking it down in a tense situation. Officer Taylor is the first female member of the emergency response team, Leesburg's version of a SWAT team. Although, I do want to take an aside and say, I think that misses the point of breaking down a door. You don't do it because it's locked. You do it because you have the opportunity and it's fun. Anyway, don't do that, police. I'm not encouraging that, just, you know, if I had a better ram. Anyway, the work these women do in the community extends beyond the police department. Integrating with the community has been a central tenet of the organization. Lieutenant Sanford teaches a class on administration and leadership at C.S. Monroe Technology Center and also coaches her son's soccer team. Her assistant coach on that team is Officer Resnicki. Officer Taylor helps organize a department team for the Dulles Plain Pool, which was started by her mother. And Lieutenant Sanford and Officer Santos, in what spare time they have, are pursuing degrees. 
According to statistics from the Federal Bureau of Justice, in 2013, female officers represented one in eight police officers nationwide. In Leesburg, the department has 10 female officers out of its current roster of 78, slightly better than one in eight, including one in training at the academy. It also employs 12 female civilian staff. Chief Brown said law enforcement has evolved more in the past five years than in the last 40, and that includes embracing diversity in departments that better reflect their community. He said when the Leesburg Police Department talks about evolving, it's not just talking about technology. It's how the agency looks internally and the opportunities that people are given. And the women in blue in Leesburg say they have an important opportunity as female role models in a country that today has heightened sensitivity and tensions with law enforcement. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. One quick correction today. At the very top of yesterday's show, I said Hadi Partovi's name is Hadi Parvati. I got it right for the rest of the episode, but for some reason I got it wrong then. So my apologies. It's Hadi Partovi. In other news, the driver of a converted school bus in a deadly crash on Evergreen Mills Road earlier this month says his brakes failed. Tony Dane was driving the Dane's Great American Hamburger food truck, which was converted from a 2000 Thomas bus. According to information submitted in support of search warrants, he told investigators the crash happened after the brakes failed on the food truck. Before the crash, it narrowly missed hitting students getting off a school bus on Watson Road. Mr. Dane told investigators that the brakes failed as he was approaching the stopped school bus. He went around the school bus, but was unable to stop at the intersection. He said he thought of crashing the bus into the side of the road, but was worried about his son and his son's friend, both 16 years old, who were riding in booth seats without seat belts. The food truck slammed broadside into a vehicle driven by Erin T. Kaplan of Ashburn, killing her and seriously injuring three of her family members. No charges have been filed so far. The search warrants seek permission to examine the food truck and video footage from the school bus camera system. Commonwealth's attorney Jim Plowman said he plans to meet with investigators from the sheriff's office later this week to check up on the investigation and decide whether more evidence is needed. Chrysalis Vineyards near Middleburg will invest $478,000 and hire 12 people to open a creamery and bakery, meaning you'll be able to buy local cheese and bread along with the wine there. The winery also plans to purchase 100% of its agricultural ingredients from Virginia farmers. Governor Terry McAuliffe announced the project yesterday alongside $48,000 in matched funding from Loudoun County and the Governor's Agriculture and Forestry Industries Development Fund. Chrysalis is the world's largest producer of the Virginia native Norton wine grape. The winery's owner, Jennifer McLeod, said it's a smart investment for government to support businesses that bring healthy food, jobs, and business to their communities. She said it's a win-win for people working on the farm, for the customers, the suppliers, and other local businesses, and a smart way to revitalize the agricultural industry and preserve that open space. And Loudoun Hunger Relief celebrated the work and dedication of its volunteers at a reception last week at Sunset Hills Vineyard near Percival. Nearly 70 of the charity's 300 volunteers attended the appreciation event put on with the help of Sunset Hills Vineyard's Diane Canny, Paula Kiley of Season to Taste, who provided the food, and Rachel Roberts, who provided flowers. Mrs. Roberts, by the way, is also the person who puts the flowers out on Edwards Ferry Road in Leesburg every year to raise money for Loudoun Hunger Relief. 
The nonprofit's executive director, and I'm proud to say a friend of mine, Jennifer Montgomery, said without the volunteers, LHR doesn't happen. Last year, she said, the volunteers provided the equivalent of six full-time employees with a value of nearly $250,000. Special recognition was given to volunteers who hit the 5- and 10-year marks this year. Let's give them their moment, even if I do botch every name on this list comprehensively. Tom and Katie Hudshave have served in the pantry for 10 years. At five years, you have Shinobu Carlson, Paul Christopher, Tom Siolkos, Rose Ann Domenici, Ann Doss, Forrest Doss, Sam Doss, Stuart Doss, Mohammed El Sandra Simpson, and Bernhard Stam. LHR also presented its Shining Star Award to Ashburn Cares, a grassroots organization that provides food and fun drives for Loudoun Hunger Relief. Ashburn Cares has collected more than 11,000 pounds of food and raised more than $25,000 for the food pantry since it formed two years ago. And the next Ashburn Cares Food Drive, if you're interested in getting involved, is Monday, October 2nd. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, more than I could possibly get to in one podcast. Pints for Paws is tonight at Vanish Brewery with Wink FM. It's a fundraiser with the Loudon Community Cat Coalition, and it runs from 5 to 9 p.m. There will be live rock and blues by the Wayouts, along with the acoustic duo October Skies. Barry Lee from Wink FM will be broadcasting live from 5 to 7. An entry with a suggested $20 donation includes a Show Me Your Kitties pint glass and a raffle ticket. 100% of the benefits go to the Cat Coalition's Trap Neuter Return efforts. Again, it's Advantage Brewery and Luckett's. It's Food Truck Friday at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn. Alex Burtke is playing live from 6 to 9 p.m. The food truck's called Parallel. Old Ox Brewery is hosting the 20th annual Manhattan Short Film Festival at 7 p.m. Join more than 100,000 film lovers from around the world to watch 10 short films from all over the world. I assume they're not all going to be at Old Ox, but hey, party. This year, the festival got a record 1,615 short film entries from 75 countries. The 10 finalists will become eligible for Academy Award nominations. Cast your ballot for your own favorite actor and actress, and then talk about your favorites with your friends over a beer. Tickets are 10 bucks. And Delta Spur is playing Smokehouse Live in Village at Leesburg at 9 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloud.com. Also make sure you subscribe to the weekly newsletter and check out Sam's Weekend Picks if you're wondering what to do this weekend. And if you like The Morning Minute, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. And before I let you go, uh, next week... Thursday, of the, October the 5th, from 7 to 9 p.m. at The Zone in Ashburn is the next Buzzed at the Bee. The first one was so much fun. We're doing it again. Uh, it's an adult spelling bee. Uh, I'm wildly unfair. I emcee and judge it along with Loudon Literacy. And, uh, yeah, it's a great time for a great cause. Come on out. Also, this Saturday is the final concert of the 2017 Tarara Summer Concert Series presented by Main Street Bank. Uh, unless something changes, I'll be introducing the band, which is a band called Steal the Sky from Pittsburgh. Okay, that's it. Have a great weekend and have a great day. If you are a Loudon Hunger Relief volunteer whose name was butchered earlier in this show, you may be entitled to a very elaborate apology. Please contact me at rgreen at loudonnow.com.